2: You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind,
1: the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA.
2: This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at (laughs) fundraiser.resonance.fm. Hello, good evening. Happy summer and welcome to the final One Life Left. Ever. <laughs> oh really? No. What a way to tell me. I don't know, right? It's not, it's an, but it's our final one before the break, our summer break, isn't it? So we've got a bit of end of term fever.
3: We do. Do you know what? Um I'm a bit out of sorts because I was on track to get here on time. Mm-hmm. Just had to finish a couple of things before I left, mm-hmm. and then a man came to the door to ask me my opinions on policing in the area. Really? And I was like, "Mate, <laughs> mate, I've got to go out. I've yep. got to go out. You can't. How long is this going to take?" I do a show. Five minutes it'll take. Mm, did it? No.
2: What were your opinions on policing in the area?
3: Uh, I, I was quite annoyed that I didn't have time to think of any properly but i said more better happier
2: okay good
3: (laughs) yeah yeah put cameras on them all definitely fantastic
2: well i'm glad you've got your excuses in first because i was going to ask you where you were
3: yeah yeah Yeah. all right well you know i've got endotermitis haven't i that's
2: fine isn't it we are all going to put in a hundred percent today and by all of us i mean two thirds of us because once again simon byron is not here
3: he got taken out of school early you're not
2: allowed to do that, are you?
3: <laughs> no, Who you, are. No, you are. no, you are. do we have to find? No, we can find someone.
2: No, nah, that fine thing, uh, the dude took the government's court or something. He didn't have to pay the fine, so Simon's fine. Oh, okay. He's, he's off somewhere, isn't he, holidaying. But he will be back when we are back, which I've just clarified. Yeah. Is September the 6th. Does that sound like a Monday? Yeah. I like the way you look to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Probably something like that. I think it's something like that we are back. Uh, until then, though, you won't have any One Life Left, so let's make the most let's of that. Let's make the most of it. We are a video game radio show in One Life Left. Over the last ten years, you have been able to hear the best in...
3: Video games?
2: Well, I was going to go through sections of the show. Oh, uh, This kind of fluid sort of repartee. Yeah. The best in... review. The best in... New. The best in Chat. the best in guests. the best in
3: other things. Yeah, the yeah. rest of
2: it. And we have the best in guests today, we don't do we? We do have the
3: best Thank in guests. Thank
2: goodness, it's not just me and Anne you're gonna listen to for the next hour. We also have
3: David McCarthy.
2: David, you're back. Hello, yeah, I'm back. So you weren't on the show for what, seven eight years, and then suddenly three times in, <laughs> yep, never in a couple it of was. months. It's almost like you have something to promote, some yep. reason. To be talking to your game's out soon, isn't it? It's out
0: on Tuesday. That is whoa. As well. really, really exciting. That, that, is, that is a global reveal, by the way.
2: That's super exciting because I had a game out
0: last Tuesday. Wow! Why, why Tuesday? Don't know. That's just what my boss. Jim,
2: told
3: Mondays me to are do. a bit of a write-off for people, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. They're just getting back into the week. They're like, oh, new oh game. God, don't God, think, think game I can. No, it's yeah. not
2: for me. Tuesday, though. You're all raring to go. And how can I get through the week? And what better way than to buy one of mine or David's video games?
3: Yeah. Uh, before we get. <laughs> Well, before Sorry. we get started with that, Steve. <laughs> before we uh, get started
2: with the theme,
3: we got something given to us by um, the show that comes on before us. Is that our predecessor?
2: Uh, let's say, a predecessor. Uh,
3: Louis Schaefer, he um, asked us to read out a review by Laura Synthesis, Uh um, and she says, How exciting to have two new guests, uh, including a new nunhead head American. Yay, Guy Coombs, for loving the trees. Yay, Jill Wooster, for the lovely photos of dogs on her website. Uh, The relative song reminded me of my childhood. I hope Louis, Lisa, Anna and Richard hurry back from Edinburgh because I'll miss the show next month. Five stars.
2: Okay, five stars. We will miss them, won't we? We will. We'll miss the people on before us. We'll miss Resonance. We'll miss the people on after us. We'll miss everything about this. We'll miss you most, the listeners.
3: Yeah. Just think about us. Well, do you know what? We like to cosy up to our listeners. We like to snuggle up close and whisper in your ear. And when when the weather gets hot, that's not necessarily appropriate.
2: It feels like we're doing the end of the show right now. And it feels like we've gone 55 minutes early.
3: Wait, hang on. Hang on. I just need to get the news up because that was on a different thing.
2: Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, ready?
3: Let's do it. One
1: life left. One life left. One life left. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury.
3: It's seven on Monday, the twenty-fifth of July. I'm Ann Scantlebury, and this is the news. El 2023 fue Sky has been accused of stealing the most precious thing there is. Maths! A Belgian plant ge- geneticist has accused the games makers of stealing his super formula to generate its infinite, infinite procedurally generated universe. Hello Games is sure Murray has said, no, no we didn't use it, stop worrying, but he did mention it in an interview with the New Yorker back in 2015. Hello Games has since invited the chaps around for a cup of coffee after the game has been released to chat about it, and uh, which is all very civilised and is exactly how a mass argument should be resolved. Agreed. Yeah.
2: So, can you clarify this a little bit more? There's a dude who's been working on a formula or something for procedurally generated,
3: uh, for nature and things. So, right, the okay. uh, the equation. Equation. So, it was published back mm-hmm. in 2013. So, it's right. plenty of time to research it. Mm-hmm. Um, the equation itself can describe a large number of natural forms, such as starfish, spiderwebs, snowflakes, and even crystal- crystals, okay. and presumably things like planets and stars. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's this formula that can...
2: And what has given... Because I don't imagine Hello Games have been publishing the formula on which they've based, the, the, you know, their game. So how how is this dude like, wait a second, I recognise those planets, that's well, my...
3: so he said that there have been a number of people who've uh, said to him that this, um... Uh, that they used it, including so he did. So Sean did mention it in an interview uh-huh. with the New Yorker,
2: right? I see. So he's like, Yeah, A there's, s- sort there's this sort of inspiration. Formula. Yeah, okay.
3: Um, but you know, he says that he hasn't used it and they haven't infringed on any patents at all, so just can't just calm yeah, down, it's guys. It's
2: nice to diffuse these sort of things rather than getting angry, yeah. isn't it? Uh, David, are you excited about No Man's Sky? Well,
0: I am excited about No Man's Sky, yes.
2: Okay, uh, do you uh, intend to play it on release? Probably not. No. Okay, you're um, you're uh, you live in Japan, don't I do live you, in Japan as I
0: understand yes. it. Uh,
2: how uh, how has No Man's Sky been received over there?
0: To be honest with you, I haven't actually been following the media coverage over there. Like most okay. of the media coverage of games in Japan is cover- is devoted to mobile games. Really? It's almost like. Um, the reverse of the situation over here, where nobody covers mobile games mm. over there. This really? show does. Uh, FYI, is that that's good because I actually have a mobile game tonight. <laughs> it's called uh, BFB Champions Global Kickoff, and it's coming out next Tuesday.
3: Microsoft has announced the release date for the Xbox One S and it is very, very close. If you're eager to get your mitts on the first and only console that allows you to watch Blu-ray movies and stream video in stunning 4K Ultra HD with high dynamic range HDR, then you only have to wait until the 2nd of August, you lucky thing. The 40% smaller console will initially only be available in its 2TB size and will cost £350. Other sizes will be released in the future. Still no word on Project Scorpio, probably because the weather has been a bit Project Scorpio.
2: Good. Thank solid. you. Um, you get one of these? Uh,
3: mm,
2: uh, probably not. That. So there's
3: a smaller one that's going to be two. So there's going to be the one terabyte one, which will be mm-hmm. 300 quid. And then a smaller one, 500 gigabytes. That sounds right. Uh, which will be... £250.
2: Pounds. So, as we've mentioned before on the radio show, One Life Left is currently 100% out of the Xbox yeah. game. Is that right? David, do you have an Xbox? No. You don't. So does anyone in Japan have an Xbox? That's a good question, actually. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's certainly not very we, prominent. We don't know. Uh, they, Microsoft refused to send us one several years ago. I don't think it's coincidence that they have very much lost uh lost the console race this generation uh they are trying to turn it around aren't they they? and they are succeeding i think in in some terms certainly some of their new exclusives apparently are good Mm -hmm. they've had some good success at bringing indie games to the platform
3: yeah well which is a bit of a turnaround for the books when they um like a little while back sort of hid the um xbla stuff the, the seems dashboard a,
2: a little bit late. So why are they doing this? Why do we think they're putting out a new new console, a new shinier, brighter thing right now?
3: Well, it's a smaller thing. Okay. Um and also it's so it's in between when they're going to be releasing the
2: Scotchio. Scorpio. Scorpio. Scorpio.
3: Um so yeah, I don't really I don't really get it. They're trying to pick up people. Perhaps they're trying to pick
2: up us. Perhaps if, this is their way of apologising, and then like we'll wake up. When is it out?
3: Second uh, of August. So first week of our holidays. Yeah. Uh,
2: that open knock at the door. Yeah. Who, who is it? Who, it's, it's very early. It's, it's Mr. Microsoft. We brought you. <laughs> we brought you some consoles to say sorry.
3: Is that anything Microsoft sounds? Wouldn't it be um, <laughs> Major Nelson coming round
2: to drop oh, it off? All right. Do you want to do that? Yeah. Who 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 is it? I'm very sleepy.
3: Hey, ya! it's it's me. It's who, Major Nelson.
2: Major Major Nelson. What what are you doing here? It's I'm lo- very tired. I've just finished a, a, a radio series.
3: Wait, I can't do an American accent anymore. David, can you do an American accent?
2: Sure, I can.
3: Excellent. There we go.
2: <laughs> Good. Well, I'm very very excited about that. Um, Will you get one? What?
3: Will you get an Xbox well, One Major Nelson
2: S. wakes me up in the morning, you know, <laughs> just taps me on the shoulder, I kiss on the cheek. I don't think have choice in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love one.
3: Twitch streamer has had his account shut down as part of the crackdown on Counter-Strike Go gambling site rigging. With 1.3 million followers, James Varga or Phantom Lord is the seventh biggest streamer on the site, but it was revealed recently that he is co-owner of CSGO Shuffle and was receiving messages from the other co-owner and programmer through streams. Valve has recently issued legal letters to gambling sites associated with its games. Doesn't look like this one will be the last that we hear of it.
2: So this is good news isn't it? Like, uh, everyone's yeah. cleaning up their act. But how would you feel if you were that Twitch dude right now?
3: Um, stupid. What do
2: you think your emotion, your dominant emotion, do you know about the story, David, at all? Not really, no. So, uh, so, um, what's what's the sort of pricey? Gambling online on uh, CSGO, with CSGO skins and yeah. things like that. Twitch people promoting them also owning the sites at the same time. So it's all a bit shady.
3: And they've been rigging things as well.
2: Apparently. Yeah.
0: That's what we... uh, That's that's what we understand. That's what we understand. A source says... It it has been reported. I I understand that the whole world of streaming is well shady anyway. Mm. I wish they'd just stop it.
2: What's interesting to me at this is... uh, Sorry, what's interesting to me about this is... It's terrible for this guy, presumably, to yeah. lose his 1.4 million, 3, uh, 1. 3 million, Three. sorry, don't want to big him up, account. Terrible for him to lose his slightly shady source of income if that's what this is. But presumably, he's a little bit worried that this is going to go even further. Yeah, Because you would be. This is not just, oh, that's a bit naughty, you know, <laughs> hashtag ethics and all that. This is surely bordering on genuinely illegal, yeah, if not actually. Yeah, I'm not actually.
3: entirely sure why the, um, what is the uh, gambling Association.
2: It's the gambling association. The ga- yeah,
3: them. yeah what, them. Why aren't they involved in this yet? It, it's sort of. It seems a bit weird that there isn't a more of a legal move on this now. So, as I understand it, Twitch, this is them shutting down someone that's been involved in something. YouTubers um, who are involved in the Counter Strike Go Lotto stuff, mm. which are the sort of the ones that kick this off. They are still just putting out their videos like.
2: Well, it wouldn't, su- matter. it wouldn't surprise me if... Uh, I imagine if I was a huge company associated with any level of this, I would be moving to disassociate myself mm-hmm. as fast as possible, partly because it's terrible publicity. Yeah. It's a terrible thing to be seen doing, to be associated with. But also because this is unknown territory. And as I said, I think there will probably be some you know, some uh, legal implications as well. And you definitely don't want to get involved in that.
3: No. and fa- So Valve have uh, started wading in, because obviously this is their game. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they don't... This is really, really bad for the game as well. Mm. Because, you you know, you start questioning...
2: Everything. One,
3: you start questioning everything, everything, Steve. not in a if good the, way. If the gambling is rigged, what about the game? Are the other players in it rigged? Who knows? Steve? Are they Who real? Are, Are the other players ri- real? Are they co-owners? Am I real? It, am I playing Gabe Newell?
2: I don't know. I don't know.
3: Square Enix is making the first Apple Watch exclusive RPG. The game called Cosmos Rings is set in the world of the intervals of time and will send you messages based on your step count. It explains that the time that has stopped has once again continued to move and in order to bring back the goddess of time, you need to face the many human emotions from the interval of time. Exactly what awaits remains unknown. So just so you know, Square, human emotions are the last thing we want to be reminded of. Of when we look at our watches the last
2: thing I want to be reminded of at any time is the Square Enix plot like <laughs> constantly um, yeah that sounds like nonsense is anyone playing any Apple Watch games at all David? Uh,
0: is anybody making them? are, are
2: anyone is uh, are anyone, is anyone, playing, any, is anyone playing any is anyone playing any any of
0: the Apple Watch games? yes I don't know anybody Have you ever is. seen a human wearing an Apple I've Watch? I've never seen a human... I've seen lots of humans wearing Apple Watches, right. but I've never seen them playing Have games Have you ever on seen it. them do anything good with them? Um, no see Simon doesn't have an Apple Watch
3: no what is his one is it Pebble
0: Pebble as far poo. as I can tell it's basically like being able to check your emails on your wrist yeah, but and having to of, charge your, phone every, uh, your watch every day it's kind of checking your emails but in a sort of
2: an extravagant way like a flourish of the wrist flamboyant mm. sort of wizardly gesture and go oh, just oh, look it's some more spam mm. <laughs> yeah. yes no matter <laughs> um, yeah I, I, I don't know anything about any games available for them either
3: no well this is the first exclusive (laughs) rpg exclusive Mm.
0: what does that mean
3: um, it's not on any other platforms, David.
0: And it's the first one on the Apple the Watch.
3: The first exclusive RPG. I think RPG.
2: Squeenix did this for the first generation of iPod Touches, and I've, yeah. I think when there were iPods on iPod, uh, sorry, games on iPod Classics and stuff, they had some games on those as well, which they swiftly moved on from when they didn't become a success. Do
3: you think it's worth like trying these things out? Absolutely. Try, like try games out, see, because you don't know. You don't know where things are going to take off, and you sort of, you know, be an innovator. Go out there, do do things that are new and different, and and maybe maybe mess up
2: a lot of that. I just wish they wouldn't do it so often with RPGs, with you know, dudes with pointy hair, like (laughs) chasing after goddesses. I don't know. I I find I find. I find their game design to be very stuck in the past, even if they're applying it to uh, applying it to new forms. I may be wrong. I've never been into those sort of games. It's
3: just not for you, Steve. You not, in for your Apple Watch.
2: not for me. Not for me. No.
3: And finally, investors aren't the smart cookies we have always assumed them to be. After the release of Pokemon Go, shares in Nintendo went up by 50% but have since dropped by 17.7% after investors realised that Nintendo doesn't own Pokemon Go. The game is doing incredibly well in all regions it's been released in, topping download and top grossing charts. But it's made by Niantic with the Pokemon licence from the Pokemon Company. Don't forget, investors, with your portfolio, you got to check them all.
2: Do you know what I think about this story? what? Pokemon, no (laughs) no, Pokemon no, this is not true it's not true. I don't think this is true, personally. I, uh, David and I talked about this before the show. Uh, I saw this story on uh, The Verge uh, yeah. this morning, and then saw it on Eurogamer this afternoon, and presumably heard it on One Life Lab <laughs> <laughs> this evening. And that is the cycle of news, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Um, and this story comes from, uh, was it an earnings call, I think? Yeah. Or a statement from Nintendo. Mm. Uh, and in that statement, they essentially said, uh, yeah, on, on the subject of Pokemon Go... Uh, uh, we've already accounted for that in our... We've already declared those earnings. So while you're all getting hyped up about this, we'd already thought it was going to do well, and we, we anticipated that. Um, and as far as I can see, that has been interpreted by the game sites. I mean, there's you know other parts of the statement as well. But the funny part of it, like... The thing that would make people click through to that story is, "lol." People didn't realize Nintendo didn't make this game, and they didn't. You know, a lot of people think this is a Nintendo game because Pokemon are so uh, vividly associated with um, Nintendo. But I don't think that that was what happened to the share prices. It was just people going, "Oh, right, that part is this is you know it's already been anticipated." Therefore, they're um, they're you know in their yearly earnings estimates, uh, maybe we went a bit too soon. I know that's not as interesting. It's not as interesting so, to me. So, yeah, we could go, LOL! <laughs> Goodness me, people are idiots. All these investors, they thought Nintendo and it turns out they didn't. The truth is, a little bit mon- more mundane. Sorry. I think. Sorry, think? I, I don't
0: know. I don't wouldn't know. it be embarrassed if, embarrassing if you thought incorrectly.
2: No, it'd be fine. I'm perfectly okay. happy it's been... Cr- David, we've been doing this for 10 years. We've been corrected almost every other week. We have a, <laughs> We literally have an apologies jingle. So, yeah, clarifications, corrections. Totally happy. If someone wants to correct us on that, they can email us.
3: Team at onelivesf.com.
2: We might but, read it out. We're not here for four weeks, so... Uh, well, it's just, just, just for it.
3: our own information, really. Yeah,
2: thanks very much. Thanks, Anne.
1: One Life Left Video Game News
4: with Anne scamford Barry.
2: Left and It's 104.4 FM This is Balikers 75 It's Dominica. It's from chipmusic.org Where we get all of our wonderful chip tune music from What do you think Anne?
3: Well I like the bit where it sped up When I felt like I'd, um, my heart rate I think was mm-hmm. going along with the music And then it sped up very quickly And so I was uh, very excited Yeah
2: that, that, that one's for all of our runners out there The yeah. people you listen to Come on Dan <laughs> Come on Dan Marshall uh, good uh, what else oh so coming up later in the show uh, we've got a couple of features do we up. yeah a couple of features this week we also have our review section that will be coming up I've yeah. played some games this week excited Thank to talk goodness. about them and we have an announcement to make don't we
3: we do a very exciting announcement super exciting
2: to make. announcement about an event that we are going to run uh, this Thursday so the podcast <laughs> comes out the podcast comes out on Wednesday yeah so you'll have, you'll have 24 hours to react. Clear your calendars.
3: Yeah. I mean, considering the hashtag name of our event in the past, uh-huh. you can think where we might be starting from.
2: But you can't guess what this is.
3: I mean, have a guess.
2: Can't guess what this is. Or just is. fast forward in the show. Yeah. Of course, if you're listening to this in real time on Resonance 104.4 FM, you can't fast forward. So just... Make this a, cup of a Square
3: tea. Enix plot, is it? Make
2: yourself a cup of That's good. Thank Reference. you. David. Hello. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How long has it been since we last talked? I, about... Too a long. A few minutes. <laughs> hey, oh. How long since you were last on the show? Uh, I can't remember. It's f- maybe a month or yeah, something like something that. probably something
0: like that. What's happened in the last month? In the last, what, in... To me, in the world, <laughs> uh, on the show. Don't,
3: like, don't um, try and what's happened in the, the world. world. That yeah, take us
0: too depressing. Forever. <laughs> what's happened to you and what's happened to your video game? Um, well, so we released the uh, video game in Scandinavia. Okay, and in sorry, Japan and Hong I should Kong. first say for listeners, this might be people's first time they're listening to you. Yeah. What is the video game? So, the video game in question is called BFB Champions Global Kickoff. Okay. And it is a soccer game where you play the part of a manager and you collect players for your squad and you train them in mini games. And then you play uh, through a career mode, and then you play other players online in multiplayer tournaments from all over the world.
2: All over the world? Yes. Okay, so it's like a a mega international league formed from players you have collected yourselves, trained yourselves. It's kind of like Pokemon... But with football players.
0: Yeah, it's more like like you kinda of collect your players in a it's a little bit like football stickers. You yeah. you get them in a lucky You've got to catch dip. them all. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what have you been doing over the last month? Um so in the last month I have been um, overseeing the soft launch and I have been preparing for the the English launch on Tuesday. So we're doing like kind of uh Things with some of the soccer magazines and websites and stuff you know mm-hmm. um, so uh, yeah what
2: 's a, a soft launch
0: so a soft launch I think I mentioned this the last time a soft launch okay. is where you um, launch the game in a small country, uh-huh. and first of all, you check that the game works technically. Then you check that um, the marketing is working, like if you're advertising it, your advertising works. And then you check that the people actually enjoy your game. And if they don't enjoy the game, then you kind of fix the bits that they don't enjoy. How do you choose which country you're going to soft launch into? Uh, Well, so we chose Scandinavia because there is a similar footballing culture, maybe. Mm -hmm. People are into kind of football um, and people understand English, so we didn't have to localise it. And um, also to do with the cost of advertising, like um, some of the countries that, people traditionally do soft launches in now the advertising is really super expensive mm-hmm. because uh, there's so much competition so places like New Zealand and Australia are very expensive I've heard New Zealand is used quite a lot it for is indeed these things yes uh, so what have you learned from the <coughs> soft launch so we've just been like kind of maybe like refining our uh, advertising a little bit um, so, for example, like we did uh, video ads, and then we did some display ads, like banners, created banners and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out that the people who watch the video ads are much more um, interested in the game when they play than the people who download it because of the banner ads. Okay, why do you think that is? Well, so uh, the game is is uh, looks a little bit like a soccer management game, like mm-hmm. Top Eleven or Football Manager, but actually it plays quite differently. Like, uh, it's almost like a kind of you know in the old days you would have like FIFA and e- Pro Evo and they would be kind of like almost like kind of got look, aiming to be like a very realistic action football game mm-hmm. but then you'd have the likes of I don't know like Virtuous Striker or something like that that was like super arcadey and I guess our game is more like kind of Virtuous Striker and so, like, the video ads, I mean, if people watch those video ads, they get a better sense of understanding of what the game is like. It has, like, a load of mini-games and stuff, like, to train your players, for example. Okay. And, um, you know, the management part of the game maybe isn't as sophisticated as a dedicated management game. Like, it's a, it's a slightly, like, you kind of put your players into position to set up, like, combos, like, if they've got mm-hmm. particular skills and stuff. So it's a little bit kind of arcadey. But But um, so the, the video ads allow people to really kind of understand the game before they play it.
2: One of the things that I think is interesting about sort of modern mobile games is you're finding that uh, universes set up to appeal to a certain type of player, e.g. the Pokemon universe, are suddenly spreading out far beyond those sort of players. So we see, uh, you know, on Saturday I was playing cricket in the park and I saw, um, you know, dozens of people from all walks of life all playing Pokemon, right? And these are not people you would originally have gone, oh, that person definitely knows what a Pikachu is or whatever. Is there any sort of scope in your game, do you think for it to reach beyond uh, football fans? Is that something you think about
0: uh, I mean possibly like i mean when but like in Japan, our core audience is is very male and very football fan mm-hmm. oriented I would imagine it will probably be similar in Europe, but like we do have kind of strange licensing tie ups every so often in our existing game in Japan, like for example we do we like the game was originally had a barcode scanning function so we would have like i don't know like doll bananas as characters <laughs> in the game and we've just done it we're doing like we just uh, announced a tie-up with captain Tsubasa, of who's a, a japanese like football comic and cartoon but like nobody's heard of him in the uk uh-huh. but he's really big in in uh, in europe so we went to japan expo in paris recently and it was funny like the the amount of like kind of middle-aged women who are coming to the booth to try and uh, score, you know, limited edition Captain Tabassar artwork and stuff. <laughs> so, um, you, know, you know, you never know. Like, we might kind of reach new audiences that way. But, I mean, I, I think the game is kind of like a, a bit of a niche one, so we'll see how it goes. So this, um, I assume, like other
2: mobile games, this is not going to be a game where you just hit release and then it's done, it's published.
0: No, like, it's so the multiplayer in our game has is on a schedule. Like, okay. it's on a fixed schedule. So every so often there'll be, like a tournament in the UK, then a tournament in Europe, and then a tournament in the like the world. Like there's kind of different okay. phases into the cup and structure. And do you play those just if you're in Europe, or do you play those from everywhere? You can play them wherever you okay. are, but the first level, the first kind of stage is like your country, then the next stage is like the, the continent, and then it's against players of all over the world. Okay. And uh, we also like have limited edition content in every so often. Like, for example, we've got a limited edition single player area at the moment. Mm-hmm we do kind of promotions like the the game has in-game items that you can buy for real money so we do like kind of promotions around that and like the existing game in Japan we've done a lot of licensed deals with football clubs and players right. and we might run those for like a month and then stop them And so we might do something similar to this game. It seems a lot of work to maintain this. It is a lot of work, yes. So please download it, enjoy it, and play it. (laughs) When's it out? It's out next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. On the App Stores, on Google and and Apple. Why did you pick pick Tuesday? Actually, I think the reason that you picked Tuesday is because um, the Google and Apple editorial teams decide, like, whether to feature you on, like a Wednesday or Thursday oh really yeah okay So it's that, that to- is the industry secret got you okay I'll keep that in mind why Thanks did for-
3: you pick Tuesday
2: uh, I think it was just <laughs> it was the first day I thought of <laughs> ask, ask me any day
3: what day Steve Tuesday exactly see it's
2: just straight off the top of my yeah. head uh, I can't remember I, have, I do have a free to play mobile game coming out interesting um,
0: August the fourth, and I think that's the Thursday. Can, can we can we stop there though? Because I don't want to di- 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 dilute my marketing <laughs> message. Okay, uh, so next Tuesday, name of the game: BFB Champions Where global kickoff. Follow it on the internet. Uh, just just Google it. Just Google it. Can you Bing it? Is that allowed? You might be able to Bing it if if yeah. Bing still exists. Yeah. Uh, be, ask Jeeves. Okay. Can you ask Jeeves? Ask Jeeves. Don't Alta know if Vista. you can ask Jeeves.
2: Brilliant. Thanks, David. It's
0: uh, my local
4: pleasure. news. Hello, I'm Segu Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left Local News. The remake of Luigi's Mansion has done incredibly well in this week's charts. If you recall, internet nerds were up in arms over the new version, which has replaced the predominantly male cast of the previous game with a mostly, or should that be ghostly, female cast. The fans are upset. Claiming that the new version has ruined their childhood However, they are ignoring the sequel that was only available on the 3DS Luigi's Mansion 2 didn't have the iconic stay-boofed Marshmallow Man as the end-of-game boss Which contributed to its poor critical reception I wonder if in the remake they will be allowed to cross the Twitch streams Thanks, and back to your usual programming.
2: Twitch streams, Ben. Very, very, very good. We'll miss you the most.
0: Email, messages, and
2: forward, BCC, one life letters... Great. Well, this is going to be exciting, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, people have had two weeks to get letters in.
3: Yeah, two weeks uh, weeks. and no Simon to remind everyone. So
2: So we've got literally one letter.
3: Apart from, I do have something to raise. Uh, Let's read the first letter and then I've got another one that I need to um, ask you about. Are
2: you going to read that letter?
3: No, you go for it because I've got... Okay. okay, Have you got it?
2: Well, I will do in a few seconds. Hold on a second. Here we go. It is from... Robert Wells, Robert Wells, oh. Weasel Spoon, Robert Wells, who once bought from the Resonance FM uh, auction the right to have an email read out every week.
3: Yeah,
2: and that expired a year and a half ago and he's still getting it because and we,
3: we've, we've now started paying him
2: because <laughs> he's the best letter writer yeah. we've got hello team hello super special guest writes Robert so this weekend my friend had a night off being a dad and came around to play some games we played a bit of keep talking but then quite quickly dropped into the old group of far too much Mario Kart. Nintendo has managed to keep that, keep enough constant throughout the series that Mario Kart 8 still feels like an old comfortable sweater, even if you haven't played since the Super NES days. What are your comfort games? What do you boot up when you want to be happy for a couple of hours? Pip Pip, Roberts. What do you think, Anne?
3: Um. Well, so this ties in a little bit with what I've been playing this week, mm. and a little bit about your game. Ooh. Well, because Tetris is something that you play. You know, that's a that's a comfort game. It's something you know so well. It's sort of like it becomes like a second nature, fitting all those uh, shapes together. And then playing Chime Shop. Mm. Um. Yeah, just getting back, getting back with those shapes has been really, really nice, and I really enjoyed that. So I think that that's sort of like yeah that has a comforting level for me it's always puzzle games something to sort of like lose my head in not have to think too much about Um, yeah so your game Steve (laughs) that's my comfort
2: that's what I wanted to hear what about you David BFB champions global kickoff (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but apart from that, uh, are there any other games that you play as comfort Are games?
3: there any, other games? Okay. Are
0: there any only, other games? No, there is only BFB Champions Global Kickoff. <laughs> I like playing Baldur's Gate.
2: Really? Yeah. Well, the original?
0: Or the second one, yeah. Okay, why mm. is that? don't know, I just like the uh, isometric graphics and the uh, <laughs> numbers. <laughs>
2: okay, for me... Uh, it's uh, and I've mentioned this a thousand times on this season alone. Uh, it's Pixel Junk Eden, and I've just managed to get that running on my Steam machine as well. So I'm able to go back into that. And I don't know. I have a feeling they uh, Pixel Junk might be making a VR game, so that's super super exciting for me as well. Is
3: it? Is it going to just make you sick?
2: I don't know. Did did I say this on the air the other I don't day? Know. That that I um I got F Zero GX running in uh, on Oculus Rift. Uh, For the first time, I've had it on Vive before, which is a bit of a hack. Oculus Rift is slightly better. And I sat there and I played it for 45 minutes, and I loved it. It was amazing, like genuine just joy for all of that 45 minutes. And I was so happy. And I took off my uh, headset and I was sick immediately, literally sick, (laughs) like in my mouth. Wow. Yeah. It was, (laughs) and I wasn't. I didn't even feel like I was going to be sick. It was just. It was just. I am so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Uh, so there we go that's a hazard of VR games some
3: people cry with joy
2: yeah maybe maybe I've just never been that happy (laughs) enough to be be sick before Um, so that concludes the letters section well
3: yeah apart from I got um, an email from and I wanted to check with you to see if you got this as well I got an email from Jonathan Smith today
2: Uh, I've had some emails from Jonathan Smith today
3: called Game City and it's got a PDF I didn't have that one attached right and it's two undisclosed recipients and then I went to open it And then it made me log into my uh, Google account and Uh, then it didn't open anything and now I'm just worried that I've been hacked because Jonathan Smith has either hacked me or been hacked.
2: Well, that's interesting because uh, the email I had from Jonathan Smith, Jonathan Smith, you know, very important man in the video game industry, uh, was a few minutes ago and I will read it out, but I will censor some of it, okay? Yeah. Ready? It says, wow. I'd love to join you on Thursday We'll be travelling back from somewhere But it might be possible Do you have any of something yet And then some suggestions Goodbye no. Jonathan So he will be part of our, our secret thing on Thursday perhaps
3: And I'll uh, confront him about his potential spam Well, So
2: we'll all confront him Because I was definitely not CC'd on that Okay well that is the end of the lesser section You don't have to write to us over the, uh, over the summer, do you? But you can. But we would love it if you did. We've said this so many times before. It's so nice for us to just hear from you. Um, for now, let's have a piece of music. Uh, this is... This is... This is... Yeah, this is Comb Over Cats, and this is called uh, What It Sounds Like When An Indie Game Gets Shoved In Your Face. This is what it sounds like when an indie game gets shoved in your face. It truly it is. It is. Uh, you're listening to One Life Left on Residence 104.4 FM. We are one third of a presenting team down. Simon Byron is on holiday. But we are two thirds up because David McCarthy is that much of a man. And then there's Oz as well. Yeah. So I think we're doing okay we're doing so right. far. And have you been playing Pokemon Go?
3: Right. Interesting that you should say that. You just uh, mentioned something about an email address and I was just about to create a new uh, Google account mm-hmm. so that I can sign up to play it.
2: Interesting. Really? Because you don't want to give yeah, your I don't worry, give them everything. Nintendo all of your data. You see, I was totally happy with Google and whoever having all of my data, so they have. I've been really, really enjoying uh, Pokemon Go so much, but you're not enjoying it, are you, David? I'm not enjoying it because I'm not playing it. Do you think
0: you would enjoy it if you did play it? No. Okay, why is that? I just can't be bothered. And um, I'm so sick of uh, all the internet trying to sell me things by telling me what you can learn about things from Pokemon Go. And I'm sick of all the people clogging up the streets playing Pokemon Go. So (laughs) I don't know when it came out in Japan, but it came out like a few days before I left. And on Saturday, I went to a nearby shopping centre and the whole of McDonald's was just rammed. I thought there was some kind of celebrity event and it's just school kids like waving their phones around trying to get pokemon that's awesome um i
2: think i mentioned earlier i was in the park playing cricket on saturday and we saw some people who had placed a lure at the end of the park so a couple of us wandered off there to 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 go and sort of take advantage of that there was a cyber nearby and uh, sure enough like we got chatting to the to the two people who were there and it was really really nice and uh, one of them had put this lure there and we said thank you. Uh, they pointed out that there was a rare po- Pokemon on the other side of the park. A couple of us went off to go and find that. And I got talking to them. They were like, um, so what do you do? I said, I make video games. They said, what sort of video games do you make? I said, funnily enough, I've had a video game out this week, uh, Chime Sharp. Here's a code for it. Gave oh, well them a done. code. That was nice. You know, cross promotion of our video game franchises. That was exciting. It's making you me meet people. A few minutes later, some lads ran in the park and they said, "There's a scyther around here." I was like, "It's over there." They went off there to find find that. It's nice. It's getting you to talk to people. I think it's a really really positive thing. But but you don't need Pokemon Go for that. You can just you literally do it. Do it in London. Wine. No, you can't. Well, we've been you know this was a drinking parks day so we did do that later as well um yes it's super super nice and i think everyone's excited about it it's one of those times in not just in video games but when video games kind of transcend video games go into popular culture and you know there are news reports on them and it's not just this this game is killing people although there's obviously a bit of that as well um so i'm really really excited about that and because of that we've decided to do something haven't we Anne?
3: How do I get past this screen?
2: That's (laughs) the loading screen. It'll just happen.
3: Great. Um, Sorry, we've decided to do something. We're doing
2: something this week, aren't we?
3: Yes, we are.
2: We had an idea. Uh, So it's the end of One Life Left's uh, season, or it's it's halfway through the season. I can't remember how we keep track of seasons these days. Uh, Either way, it's our summer holidays, and we thought we'd have a little party to to celebrate that. That's the game loading. We thought we'd have a party, and we're going to have a... Okay...
3: Sorry, I'll just turn... I off. love
2: the game, but not when it sorry, interrupts sorry. the radio show. Uh, we thought we'd have a party to uh, to celebrate the end of the... Uh, you know, celebrate our summer holidays, celebrate the summer, and because it's nice to have a party. So
3: nice to have a party. So
2: we're going to have a Pokemon Go party. We're
3: going to have a pokey party
2: And it's not just a Pokemon Go party, it's a poke party. <laughs> at Loading Bar on Thursday night, it's a pop-up poke party. We are going to sing... All of our songs about Pokemon. And we have, I think, uh, well, we have about five already, but we are going to write another 12, maybe 15. Yeah. So we should have about 20 Pokemon songs for the night, if you're lucky. Some of them are new. Some of— the, I mean, sorry, so many of them are new. Some of them will never be sung ever again. Is after that this, true? Yeah, there's the, the, the some songs... That are duplicates of one already. One's already in the poker, in the mariochi ah. roster. So we'll never sing them again. I'm not going on the list. This is a special occasion for special people. Going to start singing at eight thirty. That isn't the event starts at eight thirty. I'll oh, we'll turn up at nine thirty. We'll still be singing. Going to start singing at eight thirty when we're out of Pokemon songs. That's it. No encore's, no nothing. Because wow. we're doing a proper marioke quite soon. Yep. Proper mariachi on the twelfth. Well, we'll sing anything. Anything and everything. But not some of these Pokemon songs, because these are exclusives. So, if you are in London and you are free on Thursday night, please, please, please make an effort to come to the loading bar in Dalston. Say hello to us. uh, You know, hang out. Maybe talk to me about Chime Sharp. Maybe I'll give you a code, if you're nice. Uh, But most of all, we're going to be singing about Pokemon Go. We're going to be singing loud. We're going to be singing for... As long as it takes us to get through all of the songs. Pokey-okey. Pokey-okey, that's what it is. Okay, so see you there. Tweet about that, tell everyone. um,
3: Okay, I'll do that now.
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean, I meant more the listeners. Oh, okay, listeners. Okay. Uh, This is John Life Left.
1: Hello, John here with another John Life Left. You know, it's a dangerous thing trying to learn life lessons from games, and I'm worried sometimes that I'm overthinking things and Mm -hmm. going too far in my experiments. Mm -hmm and that maybe I'm not having the impact on the world that I need to have. Maybe the ethics behind what I'm doing is wrong. I go back to my favorite philosopher, David Hume. He often worried about these things too when he was doing his philosophy, and he said, I dine, I play a game of backgammon, and I converse and I'm merry with my friends. And when, after three or four hours' amusement, I return to these speculations, they appear so cold and strained and ridiculous that I cannot find it in my heart to enter into them any farther. So, I'm taking a leaf out of David Hume's book this week, and I'm going to play a game of backgammon. Do you know what? Backgammon's rubbish. The graphics are awful, it's got no narrative at all, you're only really going around in the most basic way. And I just get very stressed out playing it, it didn't really offer anything in the way of distraction, and often I'm not at home and able to play backgammon. It needs some portability, maybe with some AR involved. Backgammon Go sounds good, doesn't it? In conclusion, 7 out of 10, very poor. Eat that, David Hume. I wonder what you would have achieved if you'd had a PlayStation 4.
2: Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Cliphead, an Octo Baby, and Anne has just caught a Pokémon.
3: It's got Bulb Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur.
2: Bulbasaur. Uh, is this, so this is your first ever Pokémon. Yeah. Are you excited about it?
3: Yeah, pretty excited.
2: Okay, that's good. I'm glad.
3: Congratulations.
2: Uh, good. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing your adventures over the summer break when you come back. Uh, by the way, when you get to level five, yeah. you've got to join a team. Yeah. We're all in team Mystic.
3: Mystic. Okay. I like the sound of Mystic. Yeah,
2: I do too. Uh, the other teams are team Valor, but it's misspelt. Oh. It's, yeah, I know. So imagine being the sort of person who would choose that. And the other one is team Instinct, which no one cares about. It's kind of mystic. sad really So it's all about Mystic, Mystic of the Blue Team, right, what are we going to do now? Should we do the reviews? The time Let's do for the that. reviews You will notice by the way If you're a very, very careful listener That this week we have sort of slightly um, Slightly, how would you put this? Less than perfect transitions between sections of the show It's because we are one CD player down Which means that I have to gently fade things down like this just like this just professionally oh, very nice. thanks just bring it down and then when it's all the way off just switch to the reviews jingle and then go it's time for the reviews good uh, what have you been playing this week Anne Pokemon oh good work David
0: Um, I haven't been playing Pokemon but I'm going to re- review it anyway
2: really okay yeah. so tell us about Pokemon
0: Pokemon is not as good as the originals. Um, the graphics aren't as fast. Um, you have to walk around everywhere, and people are using it to advertise and to acu- attack you. Okay, seven <laughs> out of ten.
2: That is a, that is a uh, solid review. Would you concur with that? Hundred percent. So far after from, one yeah. Pokemon. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm about the same. So good work, David. Very efficient review. I would also give it a seven out of ten. Anne, what have you been playing? Uh,
3: well, I've been dipping into bits and pieces of games that I've already played so I haven't done anything new so okay. I did some more of Inside.
2: Really? How far are you through Inside?
3: Um, I would say about three quarters of the way through. Okay. Everyone is like oh do it in one sitting. It's quite long for one sitting to be honest. Like, Well I- we'll come
2: to that because I'm going to review Inside.
3: Okay. Um, How many
2: hours in do you think you are? I don't I think, know.
3: Yeah. I've, been doing, yeah, I've been doing it in bits and pieces and also uh, so dogs were there in the game today that's no spoilers there are dogs in the game um and i had the sound up quite loud and my cat came over and started pouring me like is everything alright? what do you want me to sort them out for you um so i had to tell him it was all fine uh because it was all fine okay but yeah it's still very atmospheric um very yeah very good but i want to talk to you about it more when you review it Mm -hmm. uh i also played a bit more of battlefront uh Quite good.
2: Okay, quite good. Quite good. Quite good.
3: Um, I got a bit annoyed because Matt got to be Darth Vader and I didn't get to be Darth uh. Vader. So he did loads of kills because he had a lightsaber and was all like, B- um, the force, yeah. be, be with... M- mm, come be with me. with my me. force, do the force. And I was all just like... Pew, 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 pew. It was really annoying, um, and yeah, I prefer shooting stormtroopers. The other ones because um, in their white suits, you can see them more easily, which is a bit weird. Like, why would they do that? Don't do that. Um, so the other thing I've been playing is Chime Sharp, which huh? is your game. Uh, and yes. Uh, yes, I've been. I just have been having a lovely time. I played it <sighs> quite. Oh, I played it a bit yesterday. I played it quite a bit today, um, and I was very grateful that. Did you lower the unlock? Today? Yeah. So,
2: that. So has everything fin- been unlocking for you today? I
3: finally unlocked something. Good.
2: Yeah, it was set much too high. That was a, that was a bug. Well, it wasn't a bug. It was a poor decision on my part because one of the hard things when you're making a video game, especially a puzzle game that's like that and very, very small team, is that you lose sight of how difficult everything is and how, uh, you know, that, that game should never have had the unlock thing um, set that high. And as soon as it was out, it was clear. So we patched it within... Uh, six days, I think. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. So I've just been really enjoying that, like I said earlier. It does feel like... It's something about those shapes are very... um feels very nostalgic mm-hmm. with the music. Um, it's really soothing. Um, but, like, ramps it up. It's, it, it, yeah. It sort of gets you into it in a very... Uh, like, with a very good pace, I think. Thank
2: you. It is... I mean, I could talk about this for quite a while because it is my game that I've been working on for two years. But the pacing of it is quite interesting because it doesn't get harder mm. as you go through those levels that you're yeah. unlocking. They're just different. Yeah. So they're differently, you know, the, the the pace of the music is different or the shape set is different, which changes the texture, the shape of the board is different and the colour is obviously different as well. Uh, all of these things have minor implications to the gameplay, change things slightly. But it was tempting to put in a traditional difficulty curve, yeah. right where you're, this is th- this difficulty and then this gets harder and this gets harder and this gets harder. And initially I was, I was going for that and then I was like, that just because that is the default doesn't mean it's always the right way and that is not how people play this game they play this game as a relaxing thing you know mm. play this game for different experiences songs always feel different because of the texture of the music that's what i have to do is is you know have a different texture not necessarily more difficult uh, feel um, and then I uh, made it all slightly too difficult to unlock and fix that <laughs> but apart from that yes that's that's kind of the idea
3: um, and I've, so I've been enjoying doing the Church's level because obviously I know that song very mm. well um, and so that's been nice sort of hearing it um, sort of unfolding through the level um, but also with songs that I didn't know
2: mm. new songs which is your favourite apart from Church's uh, do you have a favourite
3: I think oh I like the Chipsal one a lot
2: Chipsal's good very, very very punchy good my favourite is Steve Reich, which he begins with, and is just so perfect. And I'm so happy that we got that, got that in there. I'm very, very happy with the game. You know, if I had to review, I would give it like I, I would give it a seven out of ten. Do
3: you know what? That's sort of where I'm going, Steve. I'm going to um, seven out of ten. I think
2: that's fair. Good score. I think that is fair. Okay. It's inside a clock. Um, fans of One Life Left who listened, who've been long time listeners. Uh, to One Life Left, we'll know that uh, Limbo is a source of contention for this show. Yeah. Uh, some of us love it, some of us don't. Uh, we talk about it quite a lot. It comes up in several Mariokey songs as well. Um, inside, I started uh, three nights ago and last night, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I'm very, very close to the end now. And it is a hard game to talk about because there are things that happen in that game that you do not want to reveal to anyone I will not be talking about any of those today Because uh, I don't want to spoil the game for anyone What I will say is It is at times The most beautiful video game One of the most beautiful video games I've ever played I think it is absolutely stunning And I think that beauty comes in uh, In the in, in the stylistic choices That are made, not just in uh, The way things are portrayed, but specifically In the animation, I think the animation is Spectacular Um, and the movement, you know, just generally of you, but also of the the other characters in the game is just astonishing. There have been times when I have just sat back and just toyed with the main character or, 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 or the situation that I'm in just to look at how the light shifts. I think the lighting in the game is just amazing. It feels so, so special. And there have been a lot of times when I'm just leaning on the stick and running from left to right for a very long time. And that is my core problem with the game. I I mean, I don't mind just doing that if that's the whole game. I, I think I've said on One Life Left before, i played a game... Uh, on Itch called I Like Walking Very Much and literally all you do is run or walk from left to right and I'm fine with that as a dynamic I'm fine with very very low levels of interaction in fact the points I stop liking inside are when the puzzles get too intricate or too almost too challenging and most of them involve crates and I could do without those gosh darn crates like it is the most Beautiful crate pushing game um, that I've ever played but in a sequence where there is a ledge that is high to the right of the screen and there is an object to the left of the screen and it whoops goes okay pull that from the left to the right and do that and then clamber on top the first time you know I get it but by the xth time I don't need that. It is a game like Limbo that is at least twice as long as it needs to be. And you alluded to that earlier when you said, you know, you, you know, people say, oh, play it in one sitting. It's too long for that. But I would love to play it in one sitting. I think it does lose something breaking it up over several nights. But I want to play it for an hour and 50 minutes, and I don't want to play it any longer. And I haven't seen anything so far that you couldn't represent greater impact. I understand why it's that big. And I'm so impressed with everything in that game. So, so impressed. I think it's gorgeous. I think it's a work, you know, of incredibly talented people. And every bit of it impresses me, but it would be impress me more if it just had a more punchy arc. you know if it brought you up, terrified you, surprised you, shocked you, brought you down there 's just too much panning so for me it is. Uh, even though i haven 't got to the end, I will get to the end certainly it 's a solid seven out of ten, no more. you said you always to talked to me about that, yeah, but I, I feel that was kind of uh, it's kind I know. of a monologue more than anything else, isn't it? All right, one more song, um, and then we will be back to close out this thing for our summer holidays. This is uh, Biker, and summer's over again. It's from chipmusic.org, and summer is over, at least as far as One Life Left is concerned. This is our last day in the Resonance FM studios. When we come back, the nights will be drawing in, temperature will be lower, won't get the fug of the previous show the <laughs> ambience, the warm headphones, all of that. We'll miss it, won't we?
3: We will miss it. But we're
2: going to enjoy the next four weeks. Have you got any plans?
3: Uh probably (laughs)
2: probably
3: (laughs) probably get some kind of job that's Mm. my plan
0: David what about you what are your plans for the next four weeks Uh, I'm going to launch a mobile game called BFB Champions Global Kickoff in the UK very very good
2: what about you Steve me uh, I'm going to be looking after Chime Sharp for the next uh, couple of weeks I've got Pixelgrams which is my cell phone game out in a week or so and then, uh, I don't know, I might work more on my cricket game. I'm really, really excited about doing that and think about projects in the future. We'll be doing some mariokis yeah, as we well, will. won't we? we, yeah, we We've will. got, um, maybe we're going to be at Respawn, uh, Roundabout Gamescom, we're not sure about that yet. And we will be also doing Sweden and Iceland when we come back, but you'll hear about that in the future. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of gigs in London as well, so please follow...
3: At One Life Left or, or at Sing Maraoke.
2: Uh, find us on Facebook. All of the details of events will be on there. David, thank you so much for coming on the show again. All the way over. It's been a pleasure. It has been super nice seeing you. We'll see you, I guess, for the first show back when you can tell us all about how you launch. You're going to be a regular... Why don't you do a feature for us again? That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay, good. I'm glad we got... <laughs> That's how we do all of our best uh, negotiations. On air. Thank you for all of our feature. Thank you to all of our feature contributors for the last uh, few months. They've been absolutely brilliant. Uh, thank you to all of our guests as well. Thank you to Simon, who isn't here. big
3: thank you to to Ben Hall.
2: Ben Hall, who Uh, does all of our work every week. But most of all, thanks to you, listeners. Yeah. Please write to us. We'll miss you a lot. Until then...
3: See you. See
2: you. you bye.
4: Bye.